Hello, my friends. This is April 8, and I welcome you to my Songs and Stories podcast. Take a second today to subscribe, and you'll never miss another story. Today's episode is called Birdie and the Unexpected Guest. It's episode 21. Now, I like to start out all of my stories with a special little song that goes like this. Oh, ye time-bound travelers, lay down your cares and rest your bones, and I'll tell you a fairy tale that I have come to know. And now it's time for our story. Episode 21, Birdie and the Unexpected Guest. In a village just below the foothills of the mountains of way over there, where the snowflake fairies nap in drifts that rise to the knees of the humble giants who roam those mountain ranges, there sits a wee cottage on the corner of yesterday and tomorrow. And what a lovely little cottage it is, too. With a thatched roof and snowy eaves, although that snow is just starting to melt and the very first yellow crocuses are peeking up through the very last of what was once tall snowdrifts. It's that time of year, well, almost, when we start to think about leprechauns. Mm, Yes, leprechauns. Now, most folks only think about them on St. Patrick's Day. But you do know, don't you, that they are out and about all year round. Why, just the other day, the kids, well, you know, Sage and Sander and Arwen and their Grammy, Grammy, were just finishing up their breakfast dishes, and Grammy was humming a little tune, when all of a sudden, they heard Birdie barking. Now, Birdie. You do know that Birdie is a dog, right? We we explained all about her in that last episode, Sander and the Lost Giant. If you haven't heard that one, well, you can just go ahead and listen to this story today, and then go back and listen to that one another time. But if you're going to listen to that one, well, you might go ahead and go all the way back to the Snowflakes episode, episode... I think it's number 17, because all of the last few episodes weave together. I don't really do that on purpose, but it is just so fun when the stories all connect. And I do like to have fun as often as possible. Like when I write a story that has a dog named Birdie in it. (laughs) I really like that. It makes me giggle. Now, where were we? Oh, yes, Birdie. And then Birdie barked. Well, as you can imagine, Birdie barks at all sorts of things. Mostly people walking by the cottage and other dogs and cats. Oh, especially cats. But squirrels and birds and the fairies who tease her because they just love to tickle her nose when she's napping in the warm summer sunshine. They're so naughty. Grammy has heard Birdie bark often enough, and so she doesn't really think very much about it. But then... Besides the barking, Grammy and the children heard another sound coming from 
the living room. Tap, tap, tap. Bark, bark, bark. Tap, tap, tap. Bark, bark, bark. What the heck was going on in there? Arwen and Sander and Sage went running out of the kitchen with Grammy right behind them. Birdie! Birdie was still barking, and Arwen snatched her up to comfort her and stepped back with her siblings. For together, all three of the children just stood there, staring with their mouths open. For there, in Grammy's cozy little living room, stood a tiny old man, dressed in all the colors of the deep forest in summer. A mossy green coat with golden buttons, pine-tinted breeches that laced up with deep brown straps. Oh, and he had on a dapper hat. It was tilted jauntily on the top of wild red hair that poked out in every direction beneath it. He had on fine black shoes with large golden buckles on his tiny feet, and he was, truth be told, smoking a pipe. Bright green eyes flew all around the room, taking it in. And the room? Why, it was shining with the light of rainbows. Rainbows when it wasn't even sunny or rainy. It was just a gloomy March day. The whole room was filled with beautiful colors. They were all coming from this little man. Why, he must be a leprechaun. He was laughing till tears came streaming out of his eyes at Bertie and the children. And he said, Hoo, 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 look at you. There once was a wee dog named Bertie who lived in a cottage most Bertie. I says, tell me why this Bertie can't fly. And she tells me I'm just being jirly. Oh, jirly, eh, wee dog? Well, maybe so, maybe so. (laughs) Oh, well... I'll be darned if it isn't lucky, Mr. Liam. Come for a visit. How are you, old man? Asked Grammy. 358 years old is not an old man, Beatrix, as you well know. And Sage whispered, Grammy, what does Charlie mean? And Grammy said, Well, Sage, perhaps Bertie's instincts are a little off today. I couldn't say I'd call this one lucky, Mr. Liam. Surely, I've never known him to be anything but a charming conversationalist. And Sage said, What's a charming conversationalist, Grammy? <laughs> oh, it's someone who's fun to talk with, dear. But the leprechaun replied wearily, Well, Beatrix, you're not trying to capture me and steal my luck. So if I'm polite to you, I'm just returning your civility. That means kindness, child he said to Sage. But then, giving Sage, Arwen, and Sander the stink eye, the little leprechaun said, For children these days are set in leprechaun traps left and right this time of year. I swear it's never been so dangerous for a leprechaun like me. Oh no, I've had to keep my wits about me and not be tempted by anything. Grammy offered up her most comfortable chair to their small visitor. He really was even smaller than Sage. Rest a while, Mr. Liam, and do tell us what brought the luck of a leprechaun to our door this fine day. (laughs) 
Well, I was thinking it would be safe to hide here with you, Beatrix, until St. Patty's Day is over. Little did I know you'd have these monsters here, said the leprechaun, wiggling his wild, red, bushy eyebrows up and down with just a hint of a twinkle in his eyes. Sage and Sander and Arwen looked around to see where monsters were hiding in Grammy's living room. It took him a minute to realize that the leprechaun was actually talking about them. Oh. From Arwen's safe arms, Bertie gave lucky Mr. Liam an extra bark for good measure. She definitely didn't like him. Oh, now, lucky Mr. Liam, how could you say such a thing about my darling grandchildren? I'm the luckiest Grammy in the world. These children will do you no harm. Will you, children? The kids all shook their heads. No, of course not. Well, that's comforting, said the leprechaun, sinking down into the chair that Grammy had offered him. Any chance you got a cup of that dandelion tea somewhere in that kitchen, Beatrix? Hmm. Well, Grammy went back into the kitchen, and she put the kettle on for the leprechaun. Uh, why do children try to catch leprechauns, sir? asked Sander. Sir, well, ain't that fine? You kids really don't know why folks try catching us? Come here to me, will ya, and I'll tell ya a thing or two about us leprechauns. The three children sat themselves down on Grammy's comfy couch, and Bertie crawled up into Arwen's lap. Grammy came back in and sat in her rocking chair by the fire. And over the sound of Grammy's knitting needles clicking away, click, 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 the leprechaun told a tale. Why would you catch a leprechaun? Oh, they're just wee men in green trousers, no? It's magic we have. Could be good or bad, but everyone wants a pot of gold. Now, ye wee ones, where do I start? Hmm. The why is always a good place to start, isn't it? Hmm. My magic. My magic, that's what they're after. For if you catch us, you get tree wishes. Tree wishes. Imagine all the things you could get with tree wishes. That's what folks are always after. To catch a leprechaun is a lucky old thing to do, if you can do it. And <laughs> most can't. <laughs> For one thing, it seems as folks get older, their sense of magic wears off of them. What with all them going to work and paying the bills... Adults, it seems, they just get tired, and all they see is what's right in front of them. It's sad, but it's true, children. Sad, but true. But children, well, they know all sorts of magic their adults have forgotten, and so they are the ones that set the traps. And oh, the traps they set. Oh. Traps, said Sage. That, that sounds scary. What kind of traps? The kettle gave a whistle, and Grammy trundled into the kitchen, coming back with a cup of tea for Mr. Liam. He smiled his thanks up at her, and he took a sip, and he said, Oh, dear one, I've almost never been caught. Not me. I'm a leprechaun, for Pete's sake. We're not in the business of getting captured by we humans. Hmm. <laughs> but let me see. Now, a good leprechaun trap will have something in it that a leprechaun cannot resist. For a leprechaun trap to be tricky, you might think to add something sticky. Perhaps a wee treat. Can 
candies nice and sweet. But I think you can catch us. <laughs> You're daffy. <laughs> but we do thank you very kindly for being so given with those snacks. <laughs> Birdie didn't like that the leprechaun was teasing her children, and she gave him a warning growl from Arwen's safe arms. <laughs> That just made the leprechaun laugh. Now, each of us leprechauns, we do have our own preferences, of course, of things we particularly like, just like anyone does. Of course, I wouldn't be telling you mine. <laughs> That'd be pure folly. But uh, some of my friends, well, they can't resist a nice old piece of gold. Oh, we like gold. Oh, we like gold very much. A gold buckle on a shoe. Well, I'm wearing these. I stole these buckles right out from under a licorice whip from a big leprechaun trap that had a long carpet of duct tape. As if I could get stuck on duct tape carpet. <laughs> well, all right, that did happen once. But, but now, now I can smell duct tape from a mile away. That'll never happen again. <laughs> What happens when you get caught? asked Arwen, her eyes wide with curiosity. Well, it's the wishes, like I told you in it. Well, so that's the thing of it. I don't like to give out those wishes, do I? No, if I did, I'd never get a moment of rest for the rest of my days. Not just on St. Paddy's. People clamoring away for wishes. Oh, can you imagine? And so, here's what might happen. Say I get caught. Well, say a boy wishes for a horse as one of his three wishes. Well, sure, I give him a horse, not a problem. But that horse will never take a rider on his back all the live long day. See how it works? The boy, he'll have the horse and he'll just have to take care of it. But he'll never get to ride it. <laughs> Leprechauns, we have to be tricky to make sure we're not taken advantage of. Sander nodded, saying, Oh, so maybe it's lucky and maybe it's not to catch a leprechaun. Oh, yeah, right, laddie, that's exactly right. Now, sometimes a child, well, they'll catch me in a good mood, and then I'll give them what they want, no questions asked. Like, say they had, mmm, some some toffee. Oh, I never let children know that my weakness is for toffee. Why, I'd never get a wink of sleep if they knew that. Oh, 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 oh no, children here. You must swear. Oh, you, you must swear never to tell another soul. Never, not another soul. Oh, about my toffee weakness. Oh, this is terrible. What was I thinking? The only one who knows my toffee secret so far has been the only one who's ever caught me with it. Isn't that right, Beatrix? <gasps> the children said, Grammy, you caught Mr. Liam? And they all looked astonished. How had she never told them this story before? Well, she never told them because she didn't want them to know about the toffee. <laughs> Grammy just chuckled her Grammy chuckle and kept on knitting. <gasps> yes, yes, your Grammy caught me. It's true. It was all my fault, though. She wasn't trying. She must have been about your age, child, he said, pointing at Arwen. 
Now that's a story. Tell us, tell us, said the children. Oh, well, let's see. As I recall, it was raining cats and dogs out there, and your Grammy was walking along, bright as sunshine in that foul weather. She must have been coming home from school, for she had a big bag full of books with her. Well, and I had had enough of that rain, and I could smell, for we leprechauns have a very fine sense of smell, that your Grammy had a bit of toffee in her school bag. And I thought to myself, well, I just snip in, snatch that toffee, and catch a ride in her bag out of the rain. And then, quick as a jiffy, be on my merry way when the weather started to clear. But, well, that toffee, it was sticky. It, it was so sticky that I was stuck right in there in your Grammy's school bag. <laughs> well, how I pulled and pulled, but I couldn't get loose. And then, when your Grammy opened the bag, well, there I was, quite the dandy, knee-deep in toffee. Isn't that grand? And she pulled me out of her bag, and oh, how she laughed. Oh, leprechaun, she said. And then she went to work, and she got me out of that toffee. Oh, it was sticky, and it took her a while. Didn't it, Beatrix? Oh, it was a mess. And then, when she smiled at me, and she says... Nice to meet ya. And oh, the chat we had that day. We talked and talked. For your gran asked me what it was like being a leprechaun and all. And of course, all about the fairies in the woods, you know, like children like to know. And I answered her questions and I waited and I waited for her to ask me for her three wishes. And you know what? She never did. She said she didn't want them. She told me she was glad to share her toffee with me and glad to help me, and she sent me on my way. And we've been friends ever since, haven't we, Beatrix? Oh, we have, said Grammy. And what more could I ever have wished than a fine, loyal friend as you? hmm? And the leprechaun and Grammy smiled at each other like old friends do. No, you wouldn't happen to have any of that old toffee lying around in your kitchen, would you, Beatrix? Lucky Mr. Liam asked. Bark, 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 said Bertie, and she ran up and licked the little leprechaun on his face. Oh, Bertie, no! <laughs> Dog! Snip, snap, snout. My tale is all told out. Thank you for listening to the April 8 Songs and Stories podcast. Subscribe today and never miss another story. It's so exciting to have wonderfuls all over the whole world listening to the stories that I create. can't even tell you how much I love that. So come say hi to me on Facebook or Instagram or on my blog. It would really be a treat for me. The best places to follow me and my dog, Roxy, are on Instagram at April 8 Songs and Stories and on Facebook.com at April 8. And of course, on my blog, April8.com. And that 8 is always spelled out E-I-G-H-T. 
And if you and your children are enjoying these tales, please share the April 8th Songs and Stories podcast with your friends and family and take a minute to write a review to help other parents find these stories for their own children. Until we meet again, remember, I love you and you are wonderful just as you are right now. La, la, la.